Check this out, podcast listeners. LiveWeb Media at LiveWebMedia.com are offering a one-time discount of $250 off on their services. LiveWeb Media has been designing custom websites for over 19 years. Tremendous portfolio. Request some pricing today at LiveWebMedia.com, or you can call them directly at 1-855-LIVE-WEB. We've used them, John's used them, and a lot of our friends have used them, and their businesses have never been better. Check out LiveWebMedia.com today. Custom web and market. Attention. T minus 90 seconds in counting. All systems are go. Shirley. What were they? What did they do? They lived in the city together. They worked. They were lesbians. They, I think, was that an undertone or was that the truth? I, I think it was neither. But I'm pretty sure that Uh, in 2017, with all these reboots, they would have been lesbians today, and that would have been fine. Right. And that that is fine. Um, In fact, the network would push for that to be the angle, even if it wasn't originally. Right. You have to tune in. Jen and I walked out of the. uh, we were in two separate rooms. We walked out at the same time and opened up the doors at the same time. Jen's like, oh, it's like the bird and Shirley. Ah. Said, we're going to do it. Do it, do it, do it. Oh, I remember Wayne's World. They they kind of do like a out of nowhere Laverne yeah, they and Shirley to, montage, and they open the door at the same time and bump into each other. They went to Millie Walkay, and that's what happened. And they did it. Oh, was that? Uh, yeah. Because hey, really that's where Laverne and Shirley took place. It was in Milwaukee. They uh, were in I didn't really get it. I just thought it was just making fun of them too, like because they were acting like girls. wild girls. <laughs> yeah, I love the hat. Love the socks hat. Hey, it's my everyday hat. Speaking of retro, I love it. Speaking of retro. I was reading an article this morning. You know how the NES Classic came out was discontinued. You and I got ours though. That's all that matters. That's right. That's right. And the SNES Classic came out. Right. Well. There's all these companies capitalizing on this because they know that the SNES Classic is going to be limited time until December. It's a holiday gift. It's going to be people are. It's going to be the same thing. People are. You're not going to be able to find one. It's going to be in demand. Yeah. So there's these companies. One called Ret- Retro N. They're releasing these like spinoff consoles that you can play your old Nintendo games on 
their thing, like, you know, their, their platform doesn't have it built in, but you can buy it for like 80 bucks and play it. And I'm thinking, hmm. or you could just buy like the original console for like 15 bucks on Amazon, which is what like they sell for. They're not expensive to get like the original anymore. Cause think about it. Everybody had one. You can purchase and, an original one. Yeah. You can purchase the original one secondhand, you know, off Amazon or eBay, Used. but they're not expensive. Used. So these companies are like, yeah, well, for 60, 70 bucks, you can buy this and you can play your old games off it. I'm like, and people are just eating it up. And I don't know how legally you can do that because you're selling something that's not yours, but they're getting away with it. <laughs> I was just going to say the copyright, it, I mean, that's going to that's gonna come after them. They're going to get sued and they're going to lose all the money that they make. I don't know how that works. I guess because they're not selling the games. They're selling this device that, hey, you can play games on it. If you have them, but that's not what we're doing. Um, I guess it's like a CD player, you know, like you can play these CDs on there. We don't own them, but do that. So it's almost like selling a CD player with a thousand CDs in it. Right. But this doesn't have anything in it. It's just, it's just like a, I guess their draw is it plugs into your TV, but you can still do that. Just a little bit of effort with the original, just like an extra cord. You have to like, you know, plug in the cable and you have to like whizzle it in and screw it. Oh, this one, I guess, you just plug in USB. But it has the controller and everything. I mean, they're just every like facet of this Nintendo is so interesting to me because people are just copycats, just coming out with everything, and people are just gobbling, gobbledygooking it up. Like it's a complete ripoff. Yeah. What's it called? Retro N. So basically, Retro N. You have your old games, you can play them on there. Well, if you have your old games, you probably still have the original Nintendo. Hyperkin.com? Maybe. Well, where are you looking at it? It was on a, it was on a news site this morning. Buttsluts.com? I mean, CNN? It's a series of video game consoles created and developed by Hyperkin, which allows users to play old video games from consoles... Hyperkin such as the Super NES and the original Nintendo Entertainment yeah. System. Hyperkin, that's it. It's Hyperkin. Hmm. Yeah. You're not going to get the SNES Classic, are you? No, I, I don't like Super Nintendo. I, I we didn't talked get about it. That. We, were, we were in the girls when that came out. It was like, <laughs> yeah, right. We're not going to spend all this money on games. It was like, we were 13, 12. It's like, I, I could go to the movies, maybe... Meet a girl, or I can buy this game and play Star Fox. Yeah, I could listen to uh, Doggy Style a thousand more times, right? And learn so much, or I can, yeah, I can be uh, Link in Ad- Link. Adventures of Link. Nope. Sorry. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I was just gonna make reference to the Chronic. It's like, well, I'm listening to the Chronic. Yeah, I was listening to Walk old to school gangster rap. Trying to get, trying to get some girls, but. Instead, I'll just stay home and play this game. If I, I think were... I played like two games on it. I think it was like yeah. Super Mario World and Mario Kart because when it came out, you know, it was like novel. You played it, but then yeah. after like a year, you're not really into video games anymore. When, when it came out, it was <gasps> Super Nintendo. What the fuck is this going to be? You're going to be inside the TV. What is this? What is <gasps> It's going to be like that movie with John Ritter. What was it? Oh yeah, remember um, that? You and I saw that actually down the shore together. I think it was with your family, and it was like on TV or something. What is it called? Like, I can't think. Remote of it. control or something? Maybe that's what it is. I think. 
But I don't know. I, I just thought Super Nintendo, because Nintendo was already so amazing, I was like, Super Nintendo, this is going to be like the future. And I remember getting it and like, this controller is not the same. It's too like round and smooth. It's not hard. And, yeah, and, purple. Know, yeah, it was purple and like off-white. I, I, I don't know. I, Something I just was going on there. I didn't it was like called it. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Remote control. And it was kind of dark too. Yeah, like it was there was like weird. the devil in it, and it was like kind of scary. Nineteen ninety two, but yeah, that when that uh, Super Nintendo came out, you're just kind of like, all right. Yeah, I set this one out. I remember playing it, thinking old Nintendo's better. And then yeah, I yeah. went I went on a video game like break. And then I think, and then Sega Genesis came along, and that had some good new, hip games. It had good. Echo the Dolphin. It had good um, in, interactive interface, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Yeah. It interface just, interaction, intuitive interaction. Twitter. Squid up. At the underscore. Podcastle. It was uh yeah it was interesting. Um, but yeah we were talking about these reboots and there's so many if you're not familiar with them, coming out. Uh, and I think it kind of started with Fuller House. Fuller House almost insisted upon itself uh, because, you know, it was almost a parody within a parody. Right. You know, they realized they were corny and they were, you know, lots happened, but they still were true to, like, the original fans. It was actually very smart. It was very successful. Now there's, like, Roseanne coming out, Karate Kid, and all these, like, gems. And they realize also... That the the main generation that grew up watching that show as kids, you know, the the primary audience, is now they're all in their thirties, early late twenties, early thirties, and they have time at home with young kids. And watching why Netflix. not just bring this back and binge it? And you know, yes, they make fun of themselves, but it's it, there's like a plot, I, I guess. Um, yeah, it's not a complete joke. They're but, laughing uh, all the way to the bank. They're, and now we have Roseanne. Roseanne, yeah, which is funny because Dan, Dan Connor died like in the series at the end, last episode. So, you know, they can easily just be like, oh, it was a dream. It never happened. But everybody's back on board with that. But I don't know how they're going to do it because everybody in that show, is, even the kids, is the youngest is well past the age of living at home. The youngest is probably like our age. He's probably like 35. The I think Roseanne just needs a paycheck for that nut and weed farm she's growing down there in Hawaii. The final tax, tax appraisals wasn't the final season like they won the lottery, and you know right. they're 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 a lower middle class family in Chicago, yeah. in Chicago white yeah working lower class, middle class family working and blue collar blue collar and they won the lottery and they hit the lottery. And it got ridiculous, and then the final episode, they just said, oh, well, it was just a dream, because that was the writer's way of saying, like, you know, we screwed up with this last season. Uh, they, should, they never won the lottery, and Danny, Dan died, and, and Becky was married to Mark, uh, but then in the final episode, she was married to David, and they just twist everything what? around. Oh, my gosh. So they, they heard they're just going to pretend that never happened. Yeah, yeah. Which kinda... is interesting. I mean, what is it going to be? Just a whole bunch of holidays? That'd be kind of funny. 
you know, yeah, every, I guess every, so. every holiday they just get together or like, you know, maybe it's like yeah. the Super Bowl. It's like 10 episodes of all the like family required get togethers throughout a year. That's a great idea because then nobody has to work and they can just sit around drinking and talking and making comedy. John, you're on something. Let's get this guy in the Pedusa studio. Pedusa, Jerry. But I'm not... glad that we got to do a show tonight, man. This is fun. I know. That was out of nowhere. That was, this is fun. Um, oh, pants. I'm, uh, I'm actually completing my first official like, start-to-finish rewatch of Seinfeld. I mean, obviously I've seen the reruns a zillion times. But I started season one, episode one, Ooh. and watched all the way through while you know while I was working and yeah, whenever. yeah, that's that's good to do. On. It's on the finale Which one? right now. Oh, nice man. Yeah. I've I've been doing that. Uh, maybe when we first got the Hulu account, they had them all in there, so I was like, I'm gonna yes. watch one, and I didn't watch them all like in one week or anything, but I would watch them all in order, and it's it's great to see that show because season three, it's full swing. And I think, like, from then on, everything's amazing. Like, the first few are good. They're finding their footing. But season three on, it's – it's every everything is just – it all blends together. And it's great. It's so Here's true gambler. that you say that because, yeah, Seinfeld has, like, three separate, like, runs. It's like – Yes. And it, and it kind of shifted after that, like, in the middle of the third season. Right. That's yes. got, and then in the sixth about season, Kramer. the sixth season when George gets hired by the Yankees, and it's the final like you know three and a half seasons. That show that's is my like favorite. at its peak. Yeah, that's those are my favorite. When George is with the Yankees and he's not working those like other odd jobs and he's, right. he's there. Yeah. Every, everything and about Steinbrenner it. Steinbrenner and and Wilhelm. George, oh, it comes on. I got a pimple. Stein. The Steins is in the building. So it's Roseanne, it's the Karate Kid, and have we heard from Kanan? Is he is he cast in this in this Cobra uh, Kai? Let me uh, let me see here. I, I sent him an email earlier. He usually he usually takes a little little bit to get back, like a day or so, and it's right. clearly from his phone. You know, like I think he's on the John, and he's just like, "Sounds yeah. great, man." Sent from my iPhone. Right. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> it's funny because you know he's a busy guy and everything. But you'll send these like long crafted emails and you get like the one word like can't wait. It's going to be dope. The best was when I sent something it's about be I, dope. I emailed him once. I don't know if he's coming dope. back. I email him because whenever I see Karate Kid 3 on, I email him and I'm like, hey, I'm watching Karate Kid 3. And the best was he replied the last time it was on and I watched it. He said, replied with your karate is a joke. Thanks for watching. And I was like, that yes. was so cool. Yeah. That's a line from the movie that yeah. I'm watching. That is so cool. Because he's like a is a joke. Can, he's a good friend of the show, but he's still like uh kind of like a childhood hero in a way where you're like, you're like yeah. I watched these movies as a kid and now like, you know, yes. I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. I I, uh, I tweeted red YouTube red, whatever the hell they are. They won the bidding war against uh Netflix and Amazon to get uh, and AMC actually to get really this. interesting that YouTube Red's doing that too. That's they're, like this is like their opening to get people to get subscriptions. They're dumping their budget. They are One putting second. it all on Karate Kid sequel titled Cobra Kai. And I uh, I tweeted them this morning saying, you know, when are you going going to announce that? Uh, when will you announce that Sean Kanan is, yeah. is cast in the in the sequel in the in the series? And uh, and Kanan liked it actually. I saw that. Yeah, that was really cool. 
There is you're, no you're, way. You're going to have to fly to L.A. and negotiate the contracts. See, like, Kanan is still, like, a good-looking dude. That guy, Johnny, yeah. Johnny kind of looks like an old man now. And, and, yes. Dan, and Danny just looks the same. He looks like the youngest. So, inserting Kanan, he'd be like, he'd just like he was in the movies, a, a better villain. And I'd like to see Kanan fight Danny and just kick his ass. Because yeah. Danny was still kind of like a pussy. Like, he was tough in his junior high karate circle. Yeah. But, like, if he went to, like, high school and he, like, picked on some black kid, he would get, like, his ass kicked in the bathroom. Like, I don't care how many nunchucks you have. <laughs> now you'd get smoked like a fool. That's all you have to do with karate. I know it's self-defense and it's meditation, but if they pinned it in real life, I think Family Guy did that. And it was just like, here's, uh, oh, yeah. I have all these karate moves and I can do this and chop you. It's like, yeah, I have a gun. <laughs> yeah. I have a gun. That That's going to stop everything you've I, learned in 20 years. I have brass knuckles. So if I get at least one in, you're done. <laughs> you're toast. You're roasted. Uh, following the reboot, the television reboot train, beautiful rainbow, the office. I can't believe that's getting a reboot. I never heard of that. I, I'm so happy. That just ended like four years ago. That was a great show. Is uh, it a reboot or like a? It's just it's getting picked up again. It's just like coming same characters? back. Yeah, it's just coming back. Why so not? So it's not like a reboot. It's more of just a continuation. Yeah, West Wing, ER, and Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock's fairly recent too. I know. It's like what they did with Twenty Four. They brought that back for a little bit. Uh, I, th- I feel like bringing back comedy is safer than bringing back drama. Yeah, because you can downplay unless, everything. Un- unless it's a hospital drama like ER. I think they should bring back uh, Fresh Prince. <laughs> with, with a hologram Uncle Phil. With Will? With Will, but a hologram Uncle Phil because he passed away. Right, a hologram. Yeah. I was uh, reading an article about how some of these old... Uh, uh, rock stars can't make money anymore because people aren't buying their albums. I'm not talking like Bono or anyone that, but like Steely Dan, like those guys that were big in the 70s. Right. They can't really make a living. They have to go on tour. Oh, so it was kind of, I think those guys probably should have got a better money manager back in the day and hung it up. I don't know if anyone's going to see Steely Dan. But then I was reading how Black Sabbath, one of the guys in Black Sabbath died in, in 2010 of a brain hemorrhage. But that so his wife was trying to make some more money by doing a hundred gig tour of like his hologram. And I'm thinking uh, you, you got to hang it up. The money's wow. out of there. I mean, talk about shameless. That is a milk job. And who's gonna see that? I mean, I don't know if I'd even see Black Sabbath like the full band if they were like, "Hey, Black Sabbath." They'd be like, "Yeah, some people would, sure, but a hundred gig tour off one Black Sabbath member's hologram—it's eh, kind of a stretch." When I used to go to concerts, um, if like Black Sabbath was like five minutes away, and it was a free ticket and free beer for me in the parking lot beforehand. Sure, sure. I'd see, yeah, I'd see him if it was like there. I'd see any concert if it was that available. I mean, I've seen concerts I never liked the bands, and you go and you, you you get drunk and you watch live music. I've seen Collective Soul, who I don't like. I saw Goo I've seen, Goo Dolls. They, they I've were actually seen Goo good. Goo Dolls. Goo Dolls were good, actually. I, I really enjoyed Goo Goo Dolls. Me too. I saw I saw them at Hershey with like Collective Soul and Live. I saw um, Or. Oh yes, yeah. What was their big song? <laughs> they had that one song. Uh, 
crazy game of boners. <laughs> or. Or. Remember or. that whole the whole period of music? It was like or lit. You know, yeah. you steal my sunshine. It was all these like one syllable bands that had like one hit wonders. Live. Live. A little bit of Monica on the side. I need a little Rita on my life. It's like such a bad period of like early 2000s music. Oh, but yeah. yeah. But those, but those kind scattered, of scattered, confused era. So we went from reboots to holograms to or. You're listening to the best of ADHD radio in the world, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Welcome along. Welcome. Um, moving along, continuing actually in the vein of television. Have you even entertained or, or sniffed uh, this this Trump news Trump news channel, real news or whatever the fuck it's called? He's on vacation. Trump so. TV. No, he, he has, I haven't seen it. He has What's like Trump a, TV? It's he has like a, a now? yes. Because he's not running the country. He's yeah. golfing. Yes, but like he has like reporters and it's on like a YouTube channel and it's like live all the time. That sounds awesome. I want to be a writer on there. It's fiction anyway, so I can I can probably contribute my scripts. Dude, I, I read an article. So bad this job. The article about it was boring. I bet. The it's fake news. It. They need to go down there to the golf course. I got a great one down there, down there in Florida. So Palm Beach Drive, it's tremendous. It's fake news. He gonna get it done with a bomb ISIS prepared for war. Even, He's on vacation though. And and all I think of is in in so many versions of Batman, the Joker uses yeah. video cameras and like takes over a news station and like broadcasts himself on everyone's television. I'm like, yeah. Oh my god! This is he what's happening. Dead. I am He's like the taking over the media. World leaders. And then I just picture him talking from some golf course, and there's like a, a, a secret chamber of like every world leader that's like, we must pay this as ransom. It's like, but what do we do, you know? And it's like France and Germany and Japan and all the world leaders are there like deciding what to do and how to give them money. And then all of a sudden, yeah, it's like the Dr. Evil. One million I was gonna say, Yeah. That kind of money doesn't even exist. A bajillion, gajillion dollars. Yeah. Okay. That's just, I, I get it. Talk to the hand. Talk to whose hand? Your hand? Japan calls for world without nukes on Hiroshima bomb anniversary day. Yeah, they're all, they're not they're not about the nukes, of course. Uh, can we do that? Uh, Why can't we do that? Oh, we're right. of nukes? Because we have nukes. Right, we can't do that. We can't get rid of them. We can decrease the arsenal. But it's just an arms arms race with Russia. We have enough nukes to blow up the world seven times over again. I thought that was us and Russia combined. Something like that. We have enough to blow the world up three and a half times. Jeez Louise. That's uh, it's bad. Uh, and what's even more bad is that I'm getting a little uh, hourglass here. Ooh, a choppy chop chop chop. <laughs> On my station. And um, what else did we have coming up here? Oh, and just to punch Trump one more time and then get out of here. Yeah, punch him in the nads. Did you see the cover of Newsweek? Most, no. Most recent issue. What's the periodical this week's uh, 
debutante cover. It's a old brown leather recliner, and Ooh. sitting in it, slouched down in a suit and a big, f- wide red tie, long red tie, Ugh. wearing the Make America Great Fucking hat again. Guys. And it says, Laz- Make America Lazy again. Ugh. It's all he does is watch TV and tweet. And I love that he's on vacation. Like you need to take a break. 17-day vacation. Ridiculous. So bad. I don't mind presidents taking vacation. I think they should. They have such a stressful job. Of course. But in his first year, I don't know if I'd take a 17-day week vacation. And isn't it amazing? Although like, I'm happy he is. Like, I hope he goes away for a little bit. There's all these other – there's all these tweets from the past when he would, like, rip Obama for taking vacation. He's a hypocrite. He's like, oh, Obama's golfed. Obama's golfing again, not fixing the country. Trump has golfed more in his first year than Obama did his entire presidency of eight years. Yeah, like, than anybody. More it's than horrendous, w. John. It's despicable. It's, it's, hey, it's sad. We, um... I, you know, I'm, I'm going to save this for, for after the break, Sports with John, but we got to mention uh, Darren Dalton passed uh. away. Uh, the, uh... I don't want to blow our load too quickly, but... He, I gotta say, man, he was my favorite of the '93 Phils. I was a big, I was like catchers and uh, catchers and first baseman, and I, he he was great. I really, really, uh, he was a very likable guy. And yeah. it was sad to hear, hear hear that he died. And you know, he was a fighter, and, and he had brain cancer, and it was in remission, and then it came back, and he had to relearn speech patterns and things like that. Um, so rest in peace, Darren Dalton. He was a Philly beginning in 19. 19- 80, and then he made his debut in 84, which I never realized he was on the team that long. Because um, I don't, you know, don't yeah. picture, I picture him always from like the early 90s to mid 90s, yeah. never like the 80s. I didn't really know that. Yeah, he had the maroon uniform. Kid. He had the maroon uniform. And I think like Lance Parrish was our catcher, and then he got traded, and Dutch got moved up. And I said to Heather, hey, did you, uh, you hear Darren Dalton died? And she's like, yeah, I saw that. Who is it? <laughs> I, I like, know. I was like, you didn't see like a picture of him? And she's like, no. I'm like, back in the day when he was like in his prime, like 93, he was like the best looking man in baseball. Oh, Chick- so good looking. And in like spring training in the 93 season, he caught like a, like the pitcher threw the ball, like in, you know, into the plate. Yeah. And it hopped up and it hit him in the eye and it gave him a black eye for like basically the whole season. And uh, the chicks still loved him. Loved him yeah, even he more. Still loved him. Loved him even he was more. like a he was like a Pat Burrell. Chicks loved that guy because he was yes. a good looking dude. Yeah. Like a Mike Piazza in his prime, you know? But I remember seeing Pat Burrell play and like girls would just like love that guy. He was just a good looking tall, long tall. leg, long penis. You give him a chubby. He had a big stringy hamstrings that were just tanned, ripe enough, like a tomato, like a stewed tomato that was just ripe. You just wanted to sink your white brazen dyed teeth into it that you spent years at the dental office perfecting to stick them in the, the Pat Burrell's juicy creamy legs. It's like a it's like a, a non-existent hamstring without cheese in it. It's just it's muscle. It's muscle tone. And it's like a nice breasted yeast that you just took out of the oven and it's glistening. It's glistening in the sun, John. And Dutch yeah, even he, had like the flowing mullet. Player. He had the flowing mullet and he was a catcher and he was, you know, he was Pretty, yeah. pretty buff, and uh, yeah. I think he was. It felt for a long time, it was either him or Piazza, or Pudge 
uh, catching in the all-star games. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. And, uh, yeah. Number 10, just like me, a fellow number 10. And, uh, he, he got the world series with, uh, with the Marlins in 97. Yes. Yeah. And that was his last year, I think, or maybe 98 was, but he finally got that ring. And we obviously always talk about this 93 Phillies team, but they really were, and I still believe this, the coolest baseball team. I feel like the the Red Sox yes. team in 2004, like, wishes they were like that team. They were like a... Oh, good call. I mean, Ramirez you know, were, and all those guys. Yeah, kind of goofy, and they all kind of hit their peak, like, at the same time. Um, and yeah. they're all, like, batting over 300, like, for the whole season. Um, it was amazing. They were just a bunch of of drinkers that love, love playing baseball. And at that moment in their lives, they were all like the best in their entire career all at the same time. And they all gelled together. Great. You had a team, you had a motley crew of all-stars. You had Lenny Dykstra, you yes. had nails in center field. Dude. You had Darren Dalton. You had yes. John Cruck. Yes. You had Kurt Schilling. Yes. You had all these guys. And Mitch Williams. Um, yep. Mitch Williams. And they all, everybody just gelled together. And it worked. They're a bunch of great characters. And I remember the '93 spring training. I went. I was down in Florida at the. I don't forget the name of their stadium at the time, but it was like knocked out by a hurricane. They didn't. They didn't use it. It was like some pink stadium. But I went there with my dad, saw the the Phillies play, and the first pitch of the game was Lenny Dykstra up at the plate, home run. Nice. And later in the game, there was a skirmish, and everybody charged the mound. And I was like, this is spring training. Uh, it was the most exciting ball game I've ever seen. It was like the, it was like one of the first games of spring training. Home run by Dykstra and a fight. Oh. And it was just so cool. And wow. that team was so exciting. And I know we were all heartbroken in game uh, six when they lost to the Blue Jays. And it was, you remember watching that game too? Like, I think we were like 12 years old and you were all out to stay up late at night and watch this game or felt late. And Darren Dalton was one of those one of those stars, man. I will uh, I'll never forget that night. Who was the manager? Never. That was my first taste of, like, sports fandom heartbreak. Like, oh, really? absolute dagger to the heart. A home run walk-off of the World Series against your team. What can be worse? It's terrible. I don't it hurts hear, you. I don't want to hear it from those Falcons fans who blew it in the second half of the Super oh, Bowl. Oh, screw them. I yes. a walk-off home run to win the World it, Series, to end wanna, the World Series. It's It was terrible. I never want to say it again. It was vindicated in 2008, but that heartbreak, that saltiness in your mouth when you, hurt, when you, when you watch that and you felt that was awful – and so, I can liken two times that that's that I felt that same heartbreak. Ooh. Felt it a lot with the Eagles, but you've come numb to it over the years, sadly. Totally. But but it was the '93 Phillies, and it was the following year when the Oilers lost to the Bills in the playoffs. Warren oh. Moon walked off the field for the last time as an Oiler, and it was a sad, sad day for me. Sad. Ah, uh, that was bad. They had Warren Moon. And the had- Bills sucked. The greatest game of his career, and then his defense had like the worst. And they were the worst. And the Bills sucked. They lost every Super Bowl, and you're just like, why? Why aren't the Why aren't the Oilers playing the Cowboys? Why aren't the Oilers playing the Redskins? Why, why, why are we doing this? Would have been a Texas tangle. Would have been a Texas uh, 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 tiff. A Texas tingle. 
the NFL didn't want it or something. Yeah, I don't understand it. The HBO hacking continues, and now it's getting kind of ugly. The hackers have obtained executive emails, additional documents, and they're demanding... Extortion. Cash money, hoes. Oh, man, these guys are up for a lot of butt rapes in prison. Yeah, dude, it's not. It's uh, it's really getting ugly. Um, they say they've basically uh, Cash money hacked their entire email system. They have access to everyone's email, anyone's. IT needs to just change the emails. Yeah, I don't know. That's a nightmare. Uh, That's a true nightmare. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, we have uh, we're working with several uh. Spy, spy, investigator, hacker units. I don't know. Some weird kind of. We're working in, with investigative team. <laughs> We're working with James Bond to find these hackers. Is he real? No, but we had Goldfinger on HBO last week. All right, bring him in. Bond, James Bond. On Monday, the group leaked emails from a senior executive, which were all written or received between mid-April and mid-May. The group also leaked multiple internal documents related to Game of Thrones, including internal marketing material. Ah, wow. HBO believed that further leaks might emerge from this cyber incident when we confirmed it last week. As we said, the forensic view is ongoing. Like, how do you find these guys? They're like invisible. Russians. What if they leaked it and they were just boring emails like you and I get at work? Like, hey, Pete, can you convert this to a PDF? I can't open this Word doc on my phone. No problem. Would you right. like more coffee? Which curry cup should I order you from home, from Office Depot? I don't know. The printer's jammed. Can you call someone to fix it? I fixed it already. Okay, ignore my last email. I would love to see those. And they're like, uh, we'll, we'll just take like a free month of subscription. You know what? You can have your account back. Just just take it back. I mean, I, I, I just – I don't think they have anything to worry about. to watch. What are they going to do? Like what are they going to do other than leak information about – episodes right I mean, right unless they can get into their bank account it doesn't matter yeah they're dealing with some serious crimes here i bet it's international rainbow watch but dude, this, this international cyber thing. war this is like yeah. the beginning i mean hbo is going to be the first of of many major hacking that like costs Big companies money. I hope H- we don't HBO's get hacked. The the tip. Castle. HBO's the tip. The Just nip. the tip. Just the tip slit of the nip. Podcastle gets hacked. Yeah, we're, we're demanding Piscardi releases his racist tweets. Okay. Okay. No problem. Fine. Fine. Um, Piscardi's coming back soon. We're going to have him back on the show. Oh, yeah. He's back in like uh, less than a month now, but still the. Uh... Majority of a month yeah. left. Back the, uh, at the, the end of August. The, the breath and width of a month. The bizarre, bizarre. Yeah. Uh-oh. Hostile takeovers. Want to take a quick break and come back to uh, some hostile takeovers? <laughs> Sounds delicious and Sweet. nutritious. Sweet. And delicious. I would like to be a villain. And I would like to be uh, like an old octopus, you know, kind of talks like this, kind of has some sort of accent that doesn't really have a sound. You know, 
wait from oh. kind of mixes. And I would like to be a lady in waiting, a lady in waiting, and then perhaps a bit of a cockney gentleman later on down the road when I decided to have gender reassignment <laughs> surgery. Hey, boys. <laughs> hey, boys. No, sir. <laughs> Whoa, whoa. Get that microphone out of your mouth. Play now. It'll be all right. The uh, Saved by the Bell theme song screams 90s logos, and I love it. Oh, yeah. The whole, like, swirly neon. Yes. The imaging, the imaging is so new for its time, and now it looks like, you know, you couldn't even find it for free. It's like, <laughs> it's use. like somebody did the 70s show. In the 90s, but just did it in the same decade. You know what I mean? Yeah. It screams 90s. It's great. Right. The clothing, the outfits. It's all Everything. 90s. Everything's neon. And the fact that this school, in the so same school, neat. transferred from Indiana <laughs> to California in a year with the same principal and the same layout. And had the Which same... Which is a good move, too. Because the... The, the, the original cast, the Good Morning Miss Bliss cast... Oh, was pretty boring. It was pretty like remember that it was like that nerdy kid that was like Zach kind of, but he, it, I forget his name, but he was kind of like uh, he looked like a mulleted Ralph Macchio kind of. I thought and, yeah. um, I thought Zach was on Good Morning Miss Bliss. Well, yeah, but he wasn't like that guy. There was another guy, and then they realized like, well, this Zach guy is like the star of the show. And he's got blonde hair. We're going to make it, like, all about California. Bring in, like, better-looking people, kind of, right. is what they did. And oh, then they really? brought in, like, all these good-looking actors, except for Screech, because you need the comic relief. You need you need your Urkel. And, of course. Uh, and then it took off. Um, but that's a show that has done countless, like, spoofs on Late Night and everything. That's a show that you're going to see a, a reboot of. Hmm. I had no clue. I don't know. I I, I was just sitting here thinking. I wonder if Saved by the Bell has tried to do a reboot. What would they do? Like, how would that even be possible? With the same cast, obviously. No. They, I, I don't think they could because they've, they've kind of tried that. They had, like, Screech go back and become, like, a an assistant teacher. Yeah. And they were all in school, so you can't do that. You can only do it, like, the college years, which they did, or, like, later in life where they're still friends. But it's not the same. There were kids in high school with shenanigans. And right. it wouldn't work. Today, if they're like, hey, how are we going to get on this 401k debacle? You know, it just wouldn't be interesting. Well, it was, it, it was Saved by the Bell, the new class, but the, the caveat was that it's the same principle, Belding's still there. So, okay, there's some familiarity, but it's basically just the same show with new characters um, and new names. Yeah, and Belding's supposed to carry it. Good luck with that. And then I think midway through, they brought in Screech because it was failing miserably. And that obviously didn't work either because, you know, Dustin Diamond was probably like, it just 
you can't pull off Screech as like an adult. Those people right. die or they grow up and become adults. They're not like, you know, Screech yeah, you can't, forever. You can't pull that off. It just doesn't work. And then it'd be funny if they like really jumped the shark with that. It was like, well, Zach never graduated high school. So in order to, like they did like a, a Happy Gilmore thing or a Billy Madison thing where they're like, he's got to come back and pass the grades again. Yeah. And it was you're just like, man, you guys just should have ended this. Well, I was thinking, what if somehow they all randomly get jobs back at Bayside? Zach is the principal. Slater's the like wrestling coach slash football coach slash soccer coach. Kelly's like a teacher. Jesse is a dance, you know, and... They they all work at Bayside again. <laughs> you just blew my mind with ingenuity. You better get out here and strike a deal with Hollywood. That could work. That's the angle. You're on because fire tonight. It it I mean it sounds ridiculous, but so does Fuller John House. Spielberg. And so does Cobra Kai, but it's happening. Be Hassinger. They should do Saber the Bell meets Cobra Kai. <laughs> that would be good. You just blissed my list. But yeah, but what other reboots could they do though? I think Charles in Charge. They do a Charles what in a Charge. Creepy show. Who's the boss crossover? Ooh, Tony. You know, like, I feel like Charles in Charge is so creepy though. Tony Danza <laughs> and Scott Baio create their own like nanny service. <laughs> that, but that's that's what makes it so creepy is he's like. <laughs> He's in charge of our days and, and our nights. nights. And he lives in the basement, and he, there's no of our relationship with him that's uh, biological. He's just and our rights. somehow in charge of watching your kids. Like, how many people have gotten molested to that theme song? It's just, it's a terrible, his, terrible show. His friend, do you remember what his friend's name was? Charles's friend. The redhead kid, he was hilarious. He was so funny. He was the funniest part of that show. Wasn't that... Um, Buddy, maybe, or something like that. Wasn't that... Uh, what was his name? Lucas? Parker Lewis? Parker Lewis. Who's that? Who's Parker Lewis? Who dis? I think he was that guy. Well, who dis? Charles's friend? It's so creepy that theme song is. He's there just to take good care of me. He's there to take good care of me, like he's one of the family. It is Buddy Lembeck. Of our wrongs and our rights. So if you're wrong, he's gonna he's gonna punish you. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And in the theme song, if you, if you YouTube the theme song, there's a clip of like Scott Bayo with his shirt off combing his hair in front of the kids. Oh, it's just really weird. It's funny. That was a, an era of young Italian dudes. Think about it. Hmm. Bayo, Machio, Stamos. Stamos was an Italian, though. He was eh, Greek, whatever. right? Yeah, same thing. Same and thing. Dark hair. Dark haired. Yeah. Chiseled like. Yeah, but not obnoxiously. Dionysus features. The show also starred Willie Ames as Charles' best friend, Buddy Lembeck. Willie he, Ames. Buddy Lembeck. He was hilarious. But, yeah, Buddy. He was such Charles. an idiot. The, the, the one girl was kind of hot. I think yes. she did porn later on. Or maybe Baywatch. And Baywatch. He was so insane. Buddy Lembeck. I'm looking at him now. He was totally on steroids. Buddy Lembeck. Sounds like a coach. 
coach Buddy Limbeck led the Rams to their first 17-0 season. They got the Limbeck. Nicole Eggert, yes, she did uh, Baywatch. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, she was hot. Yeah. She's no Alyssa Milano, though. Alyssa Milano. Samantha. Samantha. Oh, what was, uh, I never watched Who's the Boss, really. It was like just before uh, Save with the Bell and everything. I never really got on. What was his, his deal? Was he like the dad or something? It was, was he a, like a nanny? strange scenario. It was almost like this woman who had a career, a very good career, uh, and a daughter just lost her husband. Okay. And she had this big house, and she was looking for, I guess, like a, a live-in, a live-in nanny in a way, a live-in like parent, basically. Sounds like, sounds like a pervert. So Tony Danza uh, found it, and he was alone in the same situation with his son Jonathan. And oh right. So, he, so let's just move in together. He applied. That's he applied, and he lived, I think, in like the garage next door. You know, like they made the garage into like a. You know, like a house, like a miniature house. And that's where he lived. He was like the Fonz meets the Brady Bunch. Meets Cody and Step by Step. <laughs> step by Step. <laughs> step by Step. Day by Day. Day by Day. What was that theme song? I gotta pull that one up. Step by Step. That was it. It's amazing how corny a lot of the shows were. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. I mean, just the name of, names of them and the there was always like the 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 quirky neighbor like Urkel or Kimmy or Screech. They always had to have like the comic relief of like the, the nerdy one. The and some were like kind of funny at the time. Like I, I get you know Kramer. Is like a the funniest of all, right? But the but some of them you're just like, eh, why are they hanging out with them? <laughs> and why, why why aren't those parents getting more mad? There were episodes of Full House where like the kids would like put a hole in the wall for messing around or like destroy a car. They destroyed like a '65 Camaro, oh, yeah, and like totaled it. In they it actually drove into the river. And they're like, this really hurts. What am I gonna do? If did, I did, took my dad's like Triumph and drove that into the reservoir and trashed it, you would never hear from me again. I'd be so bad. And then in the show, they're like, I hope you learned a valuable lesson about other people's property. It's like, no, you just caused major, major damage and thousands of dollars uh, and could have killed somebody, you know? They, but, but it's easy. They'd be like, oh, I guess better luck next time. Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler. You're dumb. D-U-M. Kimmy, there's a B. Where? I hate those things. Oh, she's so witty. I love the uh, audience, though. Oh, gosh. Is that fake? Is that canned? What's that? The, yeah, a lot of it was. A lot of it the was. The laughter. Yep. I love it. Love I'm it. I'm going to find a clip here of... Uh, these audience laughs. It was a funny track somebody put together. But yeah, a lot of that was a lot of that was cheesy, and um, you know, I guess there were good stories. I would just like to see some more crossovers from different 
different aspects of the whole spectrum. You know, you have like Roseanne meet Full House, where she comes in and it's like, Dan's like, you got any beer? It's like, we have orange juice. It's like, how about I kick his ass? You know, you would say that in some episodes. You're yeah, like, right. I um, I read the Tim Allen's show, Last Man Standing, I think that's what it's called. Or no. Yeah. Yeah. It got canceled because he voted for Trump. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't do that. That's not right. It doesn't sound real, but maybe it is if it's a rumor, and he hasn't really said anything. He's just been like, yep, never mind. Well, Hollywood's mm-hmm. notoriously liberal, so. Right. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. Sad news. Anna Faris and uh, Chris Pratt split. Mm. We all yeah. love uh, Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec and obviously uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And, and Jurassic World. And Jurassic World. And Anna Faris from all the scary movies. And um, I'm sure she's been in some stuff. <laughs> I don't know what what she's been she in. She was recently. in the scary movie one. Oh, and, and she's, she's in that on show. She's on that Ooh, show. But... She's on that show, Mom, with uh, the great actress who was always nominated, uh, Allison Janney. Mom. Yeah, yeah, I read that. It was kind of sad to see. It was one of those couples you like. Yeah, you like them both. They're good. They're fun. They're wholesome. They're fun. They're light. They're attractive. Keep it light. But Keep not, it light. They're attractive but not obnoxious. Right. Not They're not, the like, top. shine this light in my face. They have a kid. Yeah. Ah, damn. I always they thought... live in West, West Boynton. I mean, you, you know, you like them. I always thought if I was at a party and, and she was, uh, I could probably make a move. Yeah. Yeah, she's, definitely, she's yeah. definitely gettable. Uh, yeah. But laughter's the angle with her. She would try to banter up some wit, and then you could be like, well, 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 you'll, you'll just walk to the den of the maestro. You don't know who you're weaving with here. Let me just weave some jokes your way back. Oh, may you have this dance. And you hook him. And you bait him. Queer as bait. Total bait. That was the... uh, Sharknado bait. That was the the Sharknado tagline for Sharknado 5 Global Swarming is... Make America bait again. Is that really true? That is true. I read this article about how... uh, Ian Ziering and Tara Reid had to be kind of like convinced to do the first one. That's amazing. And it was funny because it was Ian Ziering's wife was like, he was like, well, you know, like I was talking to my wife and I was like, I don't really like this. This this looks kind of silly. This looks kind of stupid. And she was like, go to work. <laughs> go to work. Do it. Do it. <laughs> we can't live off this, off this 90210 money any any longer. Right. Go to work. Go get a paycheck. Yeah. Go do it. Tara, Go slice it. And Tara Reed said she read it and was like laughing and was just like, oh my God, this is so stupid. And then she was out to dinner later that night and was reading it to her friends and they were laughing so hard. They were like, you have to do this. And she's like, and now I have like six movies coming out this year. Yeah, how could you not? You got to jump on that. It's yeah. funny. Yeah, that, that's what you said. We talked about it in the last show. You, you yeah. got to take, you know, if your career is a little washed up or you need something fresh, you got to like kind of make fun of yourself and do these ridiculous things. If you feel like you know? Feel like you have peaked, and you make fun of yeah. yourself, and you, and you, you feel like you peaked. This is what you need to do. And you evolve. You metamorphosize. Even if it's in a goof, because even because in this silly movie, she's 
her character is a mother, so now directors are mm. going, oh, okay, I can see her in that role. I'm going to cast her in this, and obviously that worked. Yeah, it worked out very well. Yeah. Worked out very well indeed, very, very well. Just worked like very nicely. Just like the penis-shaped church had a water main break at the tip. This is am- this is amazing. There's an aerial view of this church. This sound real. And it has a water main break, and this is on the chive. And, all right, all right. You're and it looks like a, a curved penile. And there's a water main break. Yeah, it's squirting out the tip. It's amazing. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. What's amazing is uh, this chive. If you click on them once, you're done. What's Chive? Chive. It's keep calm and chive on. It's like a goofy website, and they just kind of like post things that make fun of things all the time. Is it like the richest.com that always has all these interesting articles that they bring nothing to the table intellectually, but it's just like visually and like the eightest richest rappers or just clickbait, but it's, it's actually kind of kind of interesting. Like This new donut has jelly inside in the shape of a pizza. And it's now available next door. And you're like, here's some money. Here's some money. Here's my email address. Eventually my, you'll get me. Here's my butt. The amazing thing, <laughs> just to uh, just a moonwalk here. Yeah, yeah. Please, Michael it up. Um, so Seinfeld ended, right? The finale, it just finished. And something automatically just started playing from season one, episode one. Ooh, a retro revert. Very, uh, show from the 80s. Very Silver Spoons. Very popular show for old women. The Golden Girls. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great show, man. It's a great show. I just glanced up and I saw, like, the end of the opening credits for Golden Girls. I was like, what the fuck? All right, I'm just going to let sure. it go. I used to watch this. Your friend and a confidant. And you can throw a party. We should do that. We should release one of those CDs that they only sell to old people. It's like, the Podcastle sings your favorite theme song, such as John's Family Matters. You know? And it's like, doom, doom, doom. Matt Clark singing Golden Girls. Friend and a confidant. And Mike Biscardi singing the Trump National Anthem. That's not a show. He plays by his own rules. Give us money. Okay. It's not a show. It's not a show. Um, that would be great. Sing the uh, the old jingles. I, I think we have another new project on hand. Oh, no. Side project. Side project. No, no, no. no, no. We'll Written by Susan Harris. Started by... <laughs> what is that? Oh. Directed by Jay Sandrich. These are the names. Oh my gosh. By the next show, we're going to do one. We'll do one at the beginning of each show. Just wing it. Okay. Yeah. Golden Girls first. I got to get the lyrics down. Gosh. The fact that you don't know the Golden Girl lyrics just makes my dick go limp. Just limp like a a sauteed, dripping band-aid that was left in the pool. Just nothing holding that thing up. It's disgusting. And guess Quest. who they're guess, guess who they're blaming the split between Pratt and uh, Ferris. Guess who they're blaming it on? The, t- the time spent away from home is the biggest problem. No guess. Ooh. Oh. Uh, uh, 
person? Well. I'm going to guess it's Scarlett Johansson. Kind of close. Oh, I knew it was one of those home wreckers. <laughs> she's, she's got three under her belt. Does she really? Uh, uh, Blake Lively. No. She's, uh, isn't she married with kids? With uh, Deadpool? I don't know. I think so. I don't think it Karen matters. Reynolds. Doesn't matter anymore. J- Jennifer Lawrence. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, because they did that, that space movie together. I guess. That's all it takes. Yeah. One, one, s- one space movie with Lawrence. Tim Sook and I had a very wild and vivid affair on the set of Montgomery. I mean, it's all it takes sometimes for some of those people. Does that happen? You spend so much time together, somehow, a thumb is in a butt. So, yeah, you do that pretty soon. You don't need peanut butter anymore. You're just asking for it. What the fuck are we talking about? Who is this? Twitch. Squid. I feel I'm squid podcast. Yeah, so, um, yeah, great things happening on the podcast. We got Alan Kevorkian of Live Web Media. On the show on Wednesday, we're going to be broking subjects, broaching the subject of of, of the name. I know. I need the family tree. Brogadacious. Yeah, I want to know the tree and the genealogy. We should have a fake Ancestry.com up. Be like, sir, your your roots are darker than you expected. You are are related to the Kevorkian? No, you're a black man. You're a direct descendant. We should have interviews with him. Jack. Kevorkian? No, Nicholson, actually. We should have fun with him, one of our sponsors, and do like the Wayne's World thing. Like, so what's the difference between Mrs. Pac-Man and your SEO marketing? And he'll be like, I don't have anything to do with Pac-Man. Please be serious or I'm not giving you guys money anymore. Uh-huh. And I'll just be like, uh-huh, yep, all right, uh-huh, yep, yep, sounds good, yep, uh-huh, all right. Uh-huh, oh, hey! Yep, 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 hey, hey, hey! Uh-huh, yep, all right, crazy. Hey, John, you want to hear some completely insane Disney facts you didn't know until now? I do. Okay. You remember the film The Rescuers? With uh, Chip and Dale? Um, they were mice. They were mice. They weren't the Chip and Dale, but they were some mice. So you're on the right, on the right track. Fievel? Similar. Similar. Not Disney, but hmm. Spielberg. So very good. But Rescuers had, uh, speaking of tracks, there was a scene on a track in the 1999 uh, re-release of the VHS had to be recalled because there was a topless woman in the back and this happened because some animators at disney in the 70s threw in in one of the frames a nude woman into the cartoon that you can see for a hair of a second right a frame and it's actually there in a frame in a 32 30th fps frames per second in there and that is true you can google that oh yeah i see it they're on like a roller coaster kind of oh no 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 they're like uh, oh, they're in like a, a sardine can floating. Yeah, it's supposed to, it looks like kind of like a roller coaster. Wow, and it's like, and there's nice, two nice boobs. Wow. Two juicy nipple nipples. That is amazing. I did not know about that. Yes, very fascinating. Another fact about Disney is... Uh, fact me. When Snow White and the Seven Doors came out, Radio City Music Hall in New York had to re-upholster its theater seats after so many kids wet their pants from the scary witch. Just keep in mind, in the what? 30s, when that came out, that was like this cartoon... Wi- I, I remember being scared of that when I saw it in theaters. This cartoon witch thing come out, it scared the shit. It scared the piss out of the kids. 
actually. In Snow White? I'm sorry. In Snow White. Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Dude, the old witch, the one that gives her the apple, scared the crap out of me. Oh, yeah. I remember the ride. I remember the ride in Disney World. As soon as it started, I think I was like six, maybe even younger. As soon as it started, I just looked at my shoes. I didn't look up at anything. I looked at my shoes the entire time because I knew that witch was waiting. And it was going to be like a nightmare come to life. You're giving me the willies. It was so scary. doing it. It was so scary. I saw that in the theater with my my dad, my parents, like my family when I was like, I think six. And when that witch came on, I put my head like in my dad's like chest, like I like in his arm, like I and he's like, it's okay, it's not scary. He's like, no, I'm I'm just tired, Dad. Yeah. I just want to put my head down. I, I'm just tired. I, like I was so scary. Mm. That witch, still the scariest Disney villain ever. I mean, none of them oh ones really scare me today. No, she's scary as hell. Creeped me out. Yeah. She is creepy. Have an apple. Aladdin was modeled after Tom Cruise, which if you look at him, you get it. Those, sure. Those shiny white teeth. Sure. That, that floppy, was the artist. Floppy black hair. Floppy black hair, the point of reference. <laughs> kind of what happened. Uh, the Little Mermaid, in the beginning, King Triton makes a dramatic entrance. If you uh, freeze frame Triton. on the crowd, you can see Mickey, Donald, Goofy, and Kermit, of all people, what? in the audience. So in the beginning of Little Mermaid, King Triton, remember he comes out, yes. and uh, there's all the all the sea people, all the mer people in attendance. You can see Kermit the Frog, like a very distant-looking kind of Kermit, but it's clearly him, like a nod. Yes. Uh, and then you can see Goofy clearly. Oh, my God. And Donald. And Donald. That is tremendous. That's amazing. That is dead. Great. Can I hear a few more? Am I pulling the shit out you, of you? No, everyone listening needs to look this up because, oh, there's Kermit. I, I didn't see him at first. Um, just, I thought this was cool. A big Disney guy. And I, right. I, I remember reading this. And I, I wanted to bring it up, and I forgot until now. We're so all, I, I crowbarred it in. We're all big Disney guys. We're all big Disney all guys. All of us. All of us. John's Wedding actually made a appearance in Sleeping Beauty um, and the digital release in 2017. No, but if you look at uh, Sleeping Beauty, the final dance scene uh, in Sleeping Beauty where her dress changes color, she's dancing with Prince oh, yeah. Philip, is the same animation uh, as Beauty and the Beast. They uh, did Sleeping Beauty first, and then Beauty and the Beast, they just recycled the same footage with oh, yeah. uh, different colors in there to save money and time, and as a nod, because Disney is certainly not short on money. Sleeping Beauty and the Beast. Oh. John's wearing a green, uh, you have a green lantern shirt on? Yes. Green lantern. It's like a lime green, which speaking of lime green, mm. Disney uses lime green as the signifier of evil. If you look what? at uh, Snow White, the glass is green in the glass, uh, mm-hmm. a lime green. Whoa. Sleeping Beauty, uh, Lion King has green around Mufasa. The eyes in Cinderella's stepmother are green. Oh. There's green in Ursula when she's casting the spell. They use green to surround every villain to show some evil is about to embark. And um, oddly, the monorails are green. 
Oh, yeah. Oopsie. Some of them are. Oops. I like it. I like your attitude. Whoopsie. In, in your life. Whoopsie. But you and Hey Ashley go to Disney every weekend. It's only like four oh, years yeah. old. Oh, yeah. Every weekend. Even if you don't want to, she's like, I guess we'll go. To, it's like going to work. She's like, we're going to Disney. It's cheap. Epcot. So our, our friends. Our, our friends. Our uh, Heather's sister group texts the, everybody and says, hey, uh, we want to do a, a Beers Around the World up in uh, Epcot Ooh. in uh, December. Not the chance of a pregnant woman going there, but okay. Mid-December. Who wants to go to Disney World during the most expensive time of year? Who wants to go to the most expensive place in the world during the most expensive time of year? It is pricey. No one. Although it is breathtaking. It is. During Christmas time, the lights. But you are paying for a mortgage. And and Heather's can't drink, so why would no, we No, yeah, even, that's, 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 that's... I wouldn't do that. It's insanity. Go with the kid in two years and, like... Right. Then. You know? Yes, exactly. I like this green thing, though. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, I love that story. I it is the most expensive time of the year, and if she can't drink, it's what are you gonna do? It's the most oh, yeah, expensive time of the year. <laughs> there'll be credit cards for buying, and there'll be shelling and giving your fear. It's the most expensive time of the year. There'll be tales of your mortgage and borrowing storage. And, uh, and the final one tonight. Obese. Hemorrhage. I always liked that one, John. I always liked it. He talks about scary ghost stories. Oh, yes. Associate with Christmas. Tales of the glories. Christmas is long ago. Think of my dad who up a train. Uh, finally, the great white shark from Finding Nemo is named Bruce, ah, which Bruce. is a nod to the name of the mechanical shark that was used in Jaws. Beautiful. Love it. That's Tremendous. It. That's all I got. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I thought it was some cool facts, though. Disney's got some, certainly there are podcasts dedicated to the trivia and history there, but I thought we'd crowbar in a little, little Disney trip. Absolute. I could do a uh, quick, real quick sports with John here. Oh, um, yeah. Salty. Miami Dolphins. Sign. <laughs> Quarterback Jay Cutler, ten million one year to save them because Ryan Tannehill is now out for the season and will require knee surgery, just like me. I know. We just talked about that. Oh yeah, knee surgery. Oh, the Cutler said that he went back and forth on whether to remain in broadcasting or sign with the Miami Dolphins, but his wife, TV personality Kristen Cavallari. Ultimately, Cut. ultimately talked him into continuing his NFL career. Wow. Cutler parted with the Chicago Bears in March after eight seasons and was then hired by Fox as an analyst to work at its number two NFL football broadcast booth. It was wifey that made him do it. Hey, you know, not a fan, but I would stay in that game as long as I could. I'd be like, I wouldn't need any convincing. Be like, yeah, throw me on a team third string if I can play the game. Once it's done, it's done. Yeah, I mean, he's like, I was pretty good with where I was in my life. I was around the kids a lot, and I felt pretty content. So I went back and forth on this. My wife talked me into it more than anybody else. 
I think she got tired of me being around the house. It's like, yo, yeah, but sure. I made like millions. How about you get out of the house and go do something? Yeah. I made millions yeah, so that, we could do this. Take that Mercedes and go. Right. You should do it. Babe. You should do it. Right. He said, um, he said something very strange. He said, well, the good thing is I'm a quarterback, so I don't really require good cardiovascular health. Actually, you require quite a bit of it. I was like, I wonder what Cam Newton thinks about that comment. Or, or you know, uh, Carson Wentz. These guys who, like, condition and condi- – Tom Brady even. Yeah. You know, uh, that's like an insult. It is insulting. It's just something Jay Cutler would say. <laughs> it is something. Hey, bottom of the fifth, Baltimore 2-1 over the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, California of southern Los Angeles County, north of Orange County. And the Cardinals slap the Royals in Kansas City 11-3. Padres lose to the Reds in Cincinnati 11-3 as well. Hmm, queer. As bait. And I don't really enjoy everyone going, uh, saying that there's a hidden agenda. He's being blackballed. Co- uh, Colin Kaepernick. Blackballed. You know, like, you know, owners don't want him because of his political stuff. No. Yeah. Owners don't want him because defense has figured him out and he's just finished. They just don't sure. want him. There are better options like Jay Cutler, apparently. Ten million, though. Whew. I just realized my video wasn't on. Oh yeah, no. I was like, I wonder if something's broken, but I didn't Weird. want to. Uh, I didn't want to upset the uh, the vibe. On this date, I just said. On this date, Barry Bonds becomes new home run king. Him and Ted Williams, the two best ever. <laughs> him and uh, well, it goes him, Hank, Ruth, right? Top three. For, for, for number of home runs? Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think the best ball player is of all time? Barry Bonds. Him and Ted Williams, right? I think, uh, so. Well, Sam well. Anybody who, like, coached baseball or, or played baseball after, you know, high school. Any, anytime I ask them, who, who do you think, just from, like, your knowledge, obviously you didn't watch everybody. Uh, right. Who was the best ever? And so many people say Mickey Mantle. Mm, Just because yeah, he did. Right. He was so consistent at such a high level that it was just, yeah. they never saw anybody like it. But yeah, as far as uh, an effect on the game, Bonds by far. He, he caused people to walk in runs because they, they didn't want to no. pitch to him. So annoying. They would rather take a walk than to pitch to him. Yeah. 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 Cost oh, takeovers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So who's fourth all time? All right, so it's uh, it's Bonds. It's mm-hmm. Hank Aaron. Uh-huh. Henry Aaron. It's uh, Ruth. And then it's... Uh, George Herman. George Herman. Uh, and then it's uh, Roger Maris. No. <laughs> Oh, it's um, it's uh, Sosa. He played for the uh, Giants, the New York Giants. 
What year? What era? Uh, I don't know. 40s? Ted Williams? No. Black. Oh. Oh, Willie Mays. There you go. And right behind Willie Mays. Ted Williams. No. He just retired. Oh, uh. Hmm. Just retired, like this past year? Uh, In the past 365 days, this man left the game? I believe so. All right. This year or mm-hmm. last year? Hmm. Give me another. Give me another clue. He definitely has an asterisk next to him. He should probably have two asterisks. Oh. Mark McGuire. Close, but McGuire retired a while ago. That's what I thought. But when you said the two asterisks, I thought like, well, because he was on as a retainer or something like that. You know, those guys stay in the game. Like Ryan Howard's still like. Oh yeah. Active, but right. he's not playing. No, he's, he's an like, active player, but eh, he should probably retire. He like uh, was on TV during the World Series, and he, you know, he got good reviews. People liked him. Yeah, he's a likable guy. No, I don't no, know. I don't know. Oh, hmm. That was a hint. Your grass. Yes. Trying to pick up the crumbs of your your cheese and wine that you're watching after Scotty's play when he played Bell Size. Called tonight, must remember. Um, huh. I don't know. Alex. Oh, A-Rod. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. 647. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Absolutely amazing. Um, and nothing other than the dramatic countdown continuing to Conor McGregor. And mm-hmm. how... And it just more and more comes out about his past. And how growing up in Dublin, he, like, had to escape. And it kind of made him a little crazy. He had, like, no other option than to fight. He's crazy enough to box Floyd Mayweather. They're not he is su- crazy. They're not, they're not surprised. He is a crazy man. It'll be a really interesting fight, man. We said to watch that. We should do a special show that weekend. Oh, like yeah. Before, like, before, we should do, like, a countdown. Oh, yeah. Or something. Like, maybe the night before or earlier in the day. We should do something. Absolutely. We will you know? do something around that fight because it's just too much of a spectacle for us to ignore. We should... I think maybe that weekend I'll throw it out there. Maybe maybe some bait will be picked up by by another man as clear as me. But we should put a, like a live show that weekend. Do a live, what the fuck are we talking about? That would be amazing. Like a live show that weekend. Yeah, yeah, we'll go live. I'll just go live from. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to be at my buddy Paul's house, and my yeah. other friend I'll be there, there too. Yeah, I just talked to Paul earlier. He's a great yeah. guy. He's a firefighter. We're, we're, we're he's a great guy. He's wonderful. Yeah, we went to Burger Fight tonight. I, That's I, Rob. I, yeah, Rob. Rob and his Rob's daughter a firefighter. watched her recital. Yeah, it was, it was great. Great guy. We're having a great time. Paul, John, you don't even know Chaz. Yeah, I do. Yeah, we're going out all the time. We're doing weddings. Great guy. We're having a really great time. Chaz? Paul, you don't even know Rob. No, it's from Wedding Crashers. Where he's like, John, you don't uh, even know Chaz. Oh, no, I do. Yeah, sure. Well, he's a great guy. We're going out all the time. We're having a great time. John, I'm reading Don't Kill Myself books. I'm hanging <laughs> by a thread. Yeah. No, yeah, Justin and I we went, to, we went to his college today for a, a speakeasy for a book burning. We're having a great time. Yeah, Barry and I went rainbow watching on the golf. <laughs> Everything's fine. We're doing a great time. Doing a great yeah, time. Yeah, I helped I design a new CB West Skix. Clark, they only do colleges. No, no, we're, I'm, bringing, I'm making a name for myself down there. Yeah. I'm in Pembroke West. Pines. I'm in Pinellas Pines. 
Penelis. <laughs> we call it Penaya. Pen- penniless. Penniless. Yeah, because poor people. I just think this Jay Cutler is just going to keep the Dolphins exactly what they are, and that's boring and shitty and nowhere close to competing with a league that has Tom Brady in it. And right. a, a team course. a team that now just signed Anquan Bolden in the Buffalo Bills, which never hurts. The guy's a beast. He is a beast-like man. He is very Grundle-like. He's Beowulf, Beowulf-esque. And then that's that's a good move. The Dolphins should get Michael Vick back on board. You know, get one of those old dogs. Bad reference, but those old guys that need a second second lease. Old dogs. Throw them in there. Michael Vick. Like, oh, old dogs. Oh, bad reference. Uh, old old gorillas. Or, uh, um, gosh. I mean, awful reference. Old Kongs. I mean, retract, retract the statements. <laughs> Apology issued by PR firm. Lawsuit pending. I would like to retract my statement. I would like traction and retraction. I would like traction, retraction, and a faction and a fraction of the profits. Yeah, Vic would be good. And that. Oh my gosh. It's sports with John. Sports with John. Sports with John. John, 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 John. Have you ever had wasabi peas? Yes, I have actually. I'm a, I'm a big fan. They don't Chomping fill you them. up. They're good when you're drinking some beers. And they're oh, good yeah. when you're watching the flick. Yeah, you just got to keep munching. They're not like Doritos, which get all over your fingers and are filling and make you feel sick after a while. Because there's too much spices on there. They're natural. Yeah, they give you a little zip, but nothing painful. Goes away right away. They, they give you a little zest and a little spice. Because you must remember, you must never lose your zest for the spoken word. I'm a wasabi pea. I like wasabi peas. There's a there's a, a a chain out here called Wasabi something, and it's all items built on uh, wasabi, you know, based, oh. trickled. But they have a very similar logo to Wawa. Drizzle. And the other day on the news, it was like shooting outside of this restaurant. Two people died. And in the back, I thought it was Wawa. And I was like, this is the best news ever. <laughs> what? Somebody died. And I was like, oh. I thought it was Wawa. I thought Wawa came to California. I was legitimately happy at this article. And then I was let down, and I was like, oh, no. No, it's sad that this happened. But we need Wawas out here. That is uh, that's a stand-up bit right there, my friend. Ooh, maybe I'll ride Sean Cotton's take, Sean Cotton's coattails on his next performance. This oh, month. my gosh. We need to find out if Kanan is on that. I am so interested. I'm going to find out. I'm going to see him uh, this month. I'm going to his comedy show at Flappers. So Are you I'll really? Go. Yeah, yeah. It's in two weeks, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna grill him. I should bring my microphone, but the one I use for the show, and just like hook it up to a phone and be like, Sean, let me tell you something. He's like, you look ridiculous holding that. Please stop it. I'll be like, you're live on the podcast. Oh, Baba Billy, John Hassinger, John Hassinger, and I'll start like crowbarring in you instead of Stern. That'll be my new shtick. You know, <laughs> crowbarring. Um... It's a stand-up bit right there. I'm gonna write down. Yeah. I saw uh, someone. I saw um, there was a murder outside of a of a Wawa, and I, or no, I, I think you got to say I, I saw that there was a murder on TV in front of this building, and I said yes, that's great. When did this happen? Where is it? And Jen said, what what was what is the matter with you? There's someone who died. Uh, I, 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 
I know, that's sad, but she's in front of a Wawa. Oh, it's not even a Wawa. Forget it. Turn this that's off. A, turn it off. Oh, no, it's sad. I get it. No, but I was kind of hoping I could go there and get a roast beef by punching a bunch of numbers on a screen. But I could get a, a chicken salad. Before we wrap, I, lo- I love the chicken salad with a nice tea. You just pour it down your crotch when you're done eating it. It's so good. And with Wawa, too, is they always give you – if you're not familiar with Wawa, it's a chain on the East Coast. Basically, it's like a convenience store. You walk in, and you can punch in on a computer. You don't have to talk to anybody. Uh, a sandwich or a meal of your choice, and it's super good and super easy. But they give you so many options. It's like it's like, it's like like Subway without the annoyance. You don't have some guy in front of you going, would you like this? Would you like this? Would you like this? They give you 80 options, and you're like, I don't want any of this stuff, but it's available. So yes, Dude. yes, yes. And how close are we? Because all the humans do now is make it and put it up on the shelf and say, number 346, now. I mean, we are so close to robots just putting the sandwich together perfectly. So close. Lifting it up and going, ding, 347, you're ready. We're almost there. You better go to college because yeah. this is certainly a reality. You're not going to be able to do robot work anymore. No, you can't do robot work. Look at Detroit. But but you'll, you'll be okay though. Three, one, Everything three. will still work out. You'll be okay. Three, three. Chin, 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 chin up. Chin up. Uh, chin Buns up. up. Go get him, Tiger. Sport. Yeah. Terrorist. Scoot up. At the underscore podcast. The gentleman in charge of Jay Cutler's PR press conference, Jonathan Ashner, to the man in charge of ordering cutlery and selling it to the next door neighbors, Matthew Clark, saying, "Thank you so much for listening to the podcastles Nerd Thirty Five. And good night, everyone. Gasser. And, and God speed has made Wasabi peas. <laughs> and... <laughs>